Welcome to a very special Thanksgiving edition of the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Thanksgiving is all about gathering around the table to share a meal and celebrate the blessings and many reasons we have to be thankful in our lives. So for this special Thanksgiving edition, we're sitting down with someone who actually makes the tables we gather around. Walt Henson, owner of Red Tower Design and manager of Henson Ranch in Canyon, Texas. Walt's sharing how a traumatic brain injury led to him discovering his new passion for woodworking and how he has built his custom furniture building business on word of mouth over the past two years. He also talks about managing the family ranch and why it's important to protect your dream. So here we go with Walt Henson. Well, we're here in Canyon, Texas with Walt Henson of Red Tower Designs. Walt, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Dana. Yeah. Well, I want you to start out and tell us a little bit about you. You are first and foremost a rancher. Tell us a little bit about your background in that. Yeah, I manage my uh, family's ranch. It was uh, originally called the Happy Hereford Ranch. It's southwest of Canyon in the uh, Texas Panhandle. It was... uh, it's been in operation in some form or another for uh, roughly 91, 92 years now. Wow. About uh, nine years ago, my wife and I moved back up to Kenyon. We'd been in uh, Abilene and Lubbock uh, at school and moved back up here to uh, for me to get involved again with the ranch. And since then, a few ups and downs with a little bit of drought, but then uh, a lot of, lot of rain after the drought, fortunately, and uh, been able to... Uh, take over management of um, about 10,000 acres at the moment of cattle, uh, cow-calf operation that uh, that we manage. Uh, primarily me, and then we have I have a few friends that uh, sort of partner with me on a few projects. And then um, my uh, dad is uh, the owner of it, and uh, he lives uh, where I grew up in Kittaquay, Texas, about an hour and a half from here, where he has a, a farm. And so we sort of uh, partner on different projects back and forth between his farm and, and then the ranch up here. Wow, that's great. So most recently, you have started a little side hustle called right. Red Tower Designs. How did this all come about? So part of every uh, good ranch story is uh, a little mishap here or there. <laughs> yes. And uh, I had my little mishap uh, just about exactly two years ago. Uh, we were gathering cattle and I had... Uh, just purchased a shiny new four-wheeler, and my shiny new four-wheeler was a little quicker uh, than my reaction time, and so I uh, met the ground pretty quickly after uh, taking a turn too too sharply with this uh, with this four-wheeler, and actually spent some time in the hospital with a brain bleed, and had a recovery of about three to four weeks where I couldn't do anything but just uh, sit in a recliner at home. Uh, I was able to, to have a full recovery from it, um, but it was uh, it was definitely a life-changing moment that I had to, to put into perspective what, what really mattered, what I was doing, what I was able to do. Yeah. And uh, at the end of that uh, three to four weeks when um, my wife felt that it was safe, she took the kids to a church camp, and they were gone for uh, about four days. And uh, I built the, the dining room table that we're actually sit- sitting at right now, and uh, it was such a confidence booster, and it was it was just so empowering to know that I could uh, that I was back at least physically that I that I was able to do things again, 
And uh, when she got home, the look on her face was such amazement, so much pride and so much joy that I thought, I, I love this. I love having the opportunity to make this feeling happen for people. And uh, not that funny, so I can't do it as a comedian, but I thought, well, if I can build stuff, I'll, I'll give that a shot. And so just kept at it, uh, kept learning. And for the past two years, I've gotten really passionate and really uh, intensive about my study and, and learning uh, what woodworking is all about and uh, design and structure and engineering techniques and have just utterly fallen in love with woodworking and, um, and building custom furniture. And I've had the opportunity to, uh, to do a few custom jobs for friends. And um, I'm really just in love with it. I just feel like I've, I've found uh, a calling in life that along with uh, maintaining this participation in our family ranch that I, I have uh, something I can do with my hands, something I can see physically that is going to last uh, longer than me if I do it right. I love that. So how have you kind of started to, as you get into this, how do you balance the work between the ranch and designing stuff? And Well, on days like today, as of course you know, the, uh, the balance can get out of whack when uh, things go wrong. Yeah. So the, uh, the uh, old haywire uh, analogy where uh, anything that, that can go wrong does go wrong. Today, the, it was water today, so... I had a nice plan of, uh, of getting some work done this morning in the shop and uh, um, get a call that, well, the water's not pumping. So the water has to be pumping, so it's time for you to get to work. So I went out and, and got it taken care of. And fortunately, I've, I've put enough time out there that I can, um, I have backup. I've made it a little more efficient so I can buy myself a little more time. And then I'm able to, uh, to get the job done and, and come back in and, uh, and participate in my, in my passion, which is uh, building this, this woodworking business. Awesome. So what, tell us about some of the projects that you've been working on. Uh, I just uh, have recently uh, completed a, uh, a dining room table for uh, some friends of mine. Um, and it, fortunately, it got the look that I was aiming for from uh, the, the friend, the, uh, my friend and his wife. And I was able to put that into place and it, it really uh, affirmed that my time was well spent, that I was, I was doing something, making something. Uh, building something and, and providing something that this family could enjoy for, for years to come, for meals to come, for homework to come, for all kinds of things like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell us what's behind the name Red Tower Designs. So Red Tower it refers to uh, what's the largest pasture on the, off this family's, my family's ranch. And uh, Red Tower, when we moved up here, was just the biggest, uh, messiest, most unusable plot of land out there it was on the very back part of the ranch and it was just oh yeah it's always it's out there it's not much to it it's a lot of acres but not much grass it's uh, a lot of it's a lot of trouble it's a lot of hassle and at one time there had uh, been a windmill and the windmill tower was uh, built out of wood and painted red and before I'm going to guess that before anybody who's alive now was around the, the windmill had fallen apart but the tower was still there, what they called just the, the tower, the base of that windmill, and it was painted red, and so it was all just that pasture with that red tower in it, and so that naturally became red tower pasture. So during the, uh, the last nine years, I've spent the majority of my time in that pasture trying to uh, reclaim it, trying to uh, eliminate weeds, uh, eliminate cactus. I've installed uh, new watering facilities, um, redone corrals and pens and cattle pens and uh, 
and uh, and have turned it into really what is our most uh, successful, most profitable place. And so that the hours that I've spent there, you know, all kinds of thoughts and uh, the success that I've been able to have out there, turning that into into the really the pride of our place. Uh, it just it, it gives me a feeling that that I'm so happy to to share this idea of. of um, putting in the work and, and doing something and seeing things change and seeing a uh, lasting impact. And so it, it's just a total natural for, for anything I do to, to think of Red Tower and, and to give a name like Red Tower Design uh, just, just seem natural. That's awesome. So kind of along those same lines, you also have another side project that you're working on restoring on the ranch. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I can never settle. I can always... Uh, Spending a lot of time in pastures like Red Tower means lots of time for dreaming, lots of thoughts, and uh, there's a, a place that's somewhat close to it. It's still a little secretive that uh, has a, an old uh, farmhouse, an old bunkhouse, and it's fallen into quite a bit of decay, but it's got a lot of potential, and it actually winds up being a very, very beautiful place of the Texas Panhandle that not many people know about, and uh, it's revealed itself in the last six months to have uh, so much potential that uh, I've decided I'm going to I'm gonna start investing time, much like I did with Red Tower, into this newer place. And uh, ideally, I would like for it to be the uh, the place for Red Tower Design to call to call home someday. Uh, at the moment, it's, it's out of my garage, and that's by design so that I can be home with younger kids. Um, but as they get older... I'd love for them to be able to come with me to this newer place and to, and to build memories in a new place where that's really the goal of all Red Tower Design is to provide um, pieces for a setting that other people can tell their story. I want tables that, that, that they can share their story at over meals. Uh, I want to make um, furniture that will last long beyond my time, much like this farmhouse existed long before I was even around. Yeah, I love that. That's so great. And you mentioned your family. What role has your family played in all of this? Total support. It's uh, I've uh, spent a lot of time on my own listening to uh, to podcasts and to audiobooks and and uh, lots of business startup books. And one of the things they they talk about and address is the issue of well, what if your what if your family doesn't think this is a good idea? And I I hear that and go, I I'm so blessed that nobody in my family's ever said this is not a good idea. Even if they should say this is not a good idea, <laughs> they haven't. They've said, that's great. Do it. Let's see. Let, how can we help? And it's been a total joy. Um, my wife is the best physical therapist in Amarillo, Texas, and she is still totally supportive of of me doing this. And probably at least part of it is that keeps me off of four-wheelers if yeah. I'm building stuff <laughs> in the shop instead. Um, and then two kids, my daughters, uh, are twins that just turned 11, and which is just the right age to uh, to handle a broom well to keep that shop clean. So that's nice. Sure. But I've had total support from all sides of, of everyone in the family. And it's just been a total joy to, to never fear that something I make uh, would be discounted in anybody's mind. It's always valued. And that's that's just, it's so encouraging. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite podcasts that have helped you as you built this business that might be helpful to other people too? Yeah, the, the prime one has become um, Shop Talk Live. It's the Fine Woodworking Magazine podcast. 
And just yesterday, I listened to it and, and wrote down a page of notes of just ideas from, um, from guys who, who love tools. And I think there's a little bit of that that I've discovered that woodworkers are, are just guys who love tools. <laughs> yes. It's not always just about the wood and it's not always just about the item. It's, well, what tool can I buy that would be more fun? And that's, I've always had a, a soft spot for new tools. Um, so that's, that's, that one's been really great. Um, Against the Grain is another great podcast. There's uh, three guys who are all self-employed in different uh, facets of, of custom furniture or restoration business. Lots of real-world experience on, on everything. And th- those have been the big two that I've, I've sure listened to in the last year or so that have helped me in, in the woodworking part. So let's say I wanted to order a farmhouse table and I come to you. What does that process look like? The uh, First of all, my answer always is I'd love to build that for you. Awesome. No question. I'd love to do that. Um, the specifically calling it the farmhouse table, that's generally the the style that I build, but it's also different things for every customer. So sure. I say, well, what, where have you seen one that you like? Tell me about the one that you like. What do you like about it? What, uh, send me some pictures. They, they usually send it on Facebook or Instagram. Well, send those to me. Let's talk about it. And then we'll go through and, um, if it's just pictures, then we'll look over the pictures and I'll, and I'll point out, well, here's how, here's the techniques that were used. Um, this is, you know, here's the technique that will ensure that this table is one that lasts your lifetime. Here's a few areas where maybe they cut some corners that we can do better. Maybe here's, here's uh, some different ideas on colors that you might like. Maybe it's, maybe this color's a little, a uh, little trendy. Maybe you want something that's going to last a little longer that you're guaranteed to love or that your kids are are going to like when you saddle them with this thing because <laughs> it's going to last longer than you if I do it right. Yeah. Um, and then just um, talking through, uh, I had, uh, like uh, as far as uh, pricing half down, um, and then I give them a time frame. A lot similar to, to Devin that you had interviewed a few podcasts back. Very Just the same technique. Um, here's, the, here's the time frame, and then I can send along updates. Hey, this came up. Hey, here's an idea. Would you like to me, me to modify this? Uh, would this be an option you would like, and uh, and and keep them updated, keep them involved, and uh, and then deliver it, and make sure I get that look that 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 my wife gave me when I showed her her table, uh, and if not, then I, I make it right, yeah. and ideally that's it's done then, and and then they they are happy to share with friends, and then those friends are happy to contact me, and once again I'm able to say I'm I'd love to build that for you. So what kind of responses have you gotten from people? That must be fun to hear their feedback. It's been totally positive. Um, the, uh, the first few pictures that my wife had shared at that table on Facebook got a great response. But the best has just been uh, living in a smaller town like Canyon that people who see the table know who I am. And I know them. And they're able to say, hey, I, I didn't know you did this. And I can say, well, come over to the house. Have dinner. Let's talk about tables. Let's talk about furniture. And that's that's where this... Uh, the table for my friends that I'd recently done my, uh, my last custom job was from that exact situation. They'd come over before Thanksgiving and they said, I love this table. I'd love one. And I said, What's, I'd love to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the, the things that I love about a smaller town is that everyone knows everyone. And that's sometimes a red flag for people, but they know that, well, he's the kind of guy, I know where he lives. What's he going to do? He's not going to rip me off and move. <laughs> yeah. I can, Leave I you hanging. Just, yeah. I can always just, <laughs> Go knock on his door and see what's up. Uh-huh. Um, but the uh, the way that word travels, 
you know, not just uh, through social media, but just by word of mouth. That's been the greatest. That's been the most fun to say, hey, somebody told me about this. And it's, oh, yeah, they, they came over and saw it. And they mentioned that's funny that they mentioned that to you. And I didn't know you were looking for one. Let's let's visit about it. And uh, the pace of it all is, is a lot more fun. Sometimes you'd like the pace to be a little quicker, maybe. But that's the reason we love living here is because in a, in a smaller town, the pace is, is really at your control and you can make it as slow as, as you need it to be. What would you say to someone who has a dream or maybe even something that they think might be their passion that they want to explore? I think the first thing I'd say is protect it. And I don't mean that in a way of, of fear. Uh, I mean that in a way of growth. Let, nourish it. Find ways to, um, to test, to make sure that it's, um, it's not fleeting, that it is something that's important to you, that it's not uh, a diversion, that it's not something that you'd rather be doing. If it's something that is true, um, if it's something that's, that's worth the effort, it'll stand up to your questions. It'll, it'll stand up to any second thoughts that you might have. It can handle it if it's worth it. Um, protect that. Be careful who you share it with. There's this idea that seems pretty true that once you, once you share a big goal or a big dream, your mind sort of feels like you've done it. And that's a pretty dangerous thing. So don't share it in a way that you're going to feel satisfaction from it. Share it with those who are close confidants, who are trusted advisors. Get their input. Um, but protect it. Grow it. Um, be free with, well, with your love of it. And, um, and, and don't be afraid to follow it. Have you had people who have helped kind of pour into you and teach you along the way? And has that played a big role in making this go? Yeah. So one of the things that I think that is appealing to me is that it's, it's not part of my family. I didn't have woodworkers in the family. So it is a little bit of original thing. I value the, the, uh, age and the timelessness of, of, uh, of our family's ranch but I also like being able to carve out my own niche. Uh, one of the things I love about Canyon is that it's so entrepreneurial friendly and people here are so interested and so willing and so passionate to start their own businesses. And so just being able to have conversations with just about everyone in town, uh, they've, they've begun businesses, they've started businesses, they have a side hustle, as you mentioned. If they are, grew up on a farm or a ranch, they have an in-town job or an in-town something that they're starting everybody just seems to think that way and that's that's been very nourishing they uh my parents have always been totally supportive of every everything i've ever tried it's working with my dad and learning to think uh, business-minded about agriculture and ranch operations has has been such a big help in starting a business um, and then my mom has been totally supportive and encouraging and has really been the reason i've been able to start this and I've, like I said, with the, uh, with the encouragement from my wife and kids, I've, I've really heard nothing but, but kind, encouraging words. And um, so I've had lots of people that have been able to pour into me. So I really feel in a lot of ways that I'm able to uh, take that and to, to return on their investment of support and to make them something. And that's, that's always a lot of fun, too. Absolutely. So something that is important to you is that these pieces have a story. Tell us some of the stories behind the pieces that you've made. Yeah, so the uh, a couple of 
pieces that are that are in our home that will always be in our home that are never for sale are made from um, pieces of an old ranch house um, of the different families had lived at while working on this on the this family's ranch my family's ranch for um, several years I've been through the 50s 60s and 70s these back houses they called them where the um, the hands would live or their families would live and one of those houses was actually moved off of the ranch, but they left the roof. And so two years ago, I went out and I reclaimed the roof and took pieces apart and uh, milled them and split them and really let them sit in the, in the shop for several months before I could come up with ideas of what they would be. And one of them is a, um, a sofa table, accent table, that I'm very proud of and that uh, gave it some, some cool design, some cool uh, through tenon joinery that it's held up well it's got such an interesting uh, texture where I split the wood in half and then fold it over on itself so it's got uh, there's actually no stain on it it's just a natural two-tone look and then so more of that roof wood I actually used uh, as an accent wall here in our house because uh, I wanted that to be something that became part of of our house a part of our home that we would see every day and and in a way to give that wood a second story, a second life, uh, another purpose. And that's, that's something that, that uh, is a value that was instilled in me by my, uh, my mom's dad, my grandpa, who had a farm outside of Panhandle, Texas. Um, Give it multiple uses, was what he would say. Give it multiple uses. And that's such a, such a joy, and especially in this area. People say, well, you know, my family had this place, and there's some wood. And I say, I'd, I'd love to build something out of that wood for you. I'd love to give it a second story. I'd love to give it a multiple use. And that's, that's one of the joys is getting to hear those stories because that wood, when they say that wood on that place, they're talking about their family is what they're really talking about. And, and that's what I see when I see those pieces in our home. I love it. Well, they're beautiful. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's ahead for Red Tower Designs, and how can we follow along on this journey? Yeah, well, the uh, website is redtower.design uh, or redtowerdesign.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at redtowerwalt or on Facebook, Red Tower Design. Um, uh, this, uh, my official launch uh, is taking place where I'll have a full catalog, a full portfolio of items that I've done with the idea of, uh, I want this to stimulate your creativity. If you're interested in it, please let me know. Let's talk about what you want. I'm not, uh, I'm not confined to what I've done once. I'd love to do whatever you want to do. I want to create furniture that will help you tell your story. And everybody's story is going to be different. And that's, that's part of the challenge and really the most fulfilling part of, of what I do is getting to do unique pieces for, for unique families. Well, we're so excited about what you're doing and it's going to be so fun to follow along on your journey. Thank you for letting us have a small part in that. Thank you, Dana, for letting me be a part of your story as well. Awesome. Thanks, Walt. So protect your dream and give it multiple uses. Just two of the many great bits of wisdom from Walt. I mean, what's not to love about Walt and his story? And he is such a fun guy to follow on Instagram, so be sure to go check out his feed and give him a follow. And stay tuned for some exciting things from Red Tower Design coming early next year. 
Thanks again to Walt Henson for being on today's podcast, and thanks to you for tuning in. I want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving and make sure you know how thankful I am for you and your support of Rural Revival and for believing in all of the potential that Rural America holds. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We'll be back next week.